What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another Disney podcast. We're sorry we missed you last week. We had some unforeseen circumstances, but we are back and we are ready to sow the seeds of your imagination with this week's Behind the Attraction. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we are taking you living with the land. This is another Disney podcast production. Wow, that was quite the intro. I'm ready to I'm ready to sew. <laughs> it just flowed. It, it just, did. you know, it was very eloquent. It was elegant. Um, unforeseen circumstances. You, you come on, you had, let's just be honest. You had more family come in to visit this new precious angel that you have brought into the world. That is correct. That is correct. How was the, we visit? did have more family. The visit was good. Uh, the mother-in-law and brother-in-law uh, stayed for a couple days and it was nice. We just hung out. They nice. loved on the baby and it was a good time. I, I know both of them. I have met you your do. brother when you were guys were in Charlottesville, or maybe he came up here when you guys lived here. I don't know. Yeah, he did come to the beach. But I remember the, the Charlottesville trip for some reason. Yes, yes. Because he worked at that thing that was really close to that sushi place that we went to. That yes, had the, yes. That had the, upside, on, <laughs> had the yes. upside down S in the sushi <laughs> thing. They did have the upside down <laughs> S. I will always remember that. That popped up on my memories earlier this month because it was, you know, however many years ago on Time Hop. 1986. Yeah. Upside down S on sushi. Yes. Yes. I love it. Yeah. That's good memory, man. I know. That's pretty I, good for a man pushing 50. I, I couldn't tell you what I did an hour ago, but I remember that. Oh, this is good. All right, so we're kicking it off with I still don't get this right. Is it news and brews or brews and news? News and brews. Huh? News and brews. News and brews. Hey Brandon, I have a special announcement. I remember it yes. again to um Ooh. bring a beverage. That's good. That was like some beverage ASMR right there. <laughs> <laughs> My beverage of choice this evening. Um, has 7.5% alcohol. <laughs> That's why That's I chose it. Good. It is from Devil's Backbone. So mm. I know that these are probably popular all over the place, but there's a place locally at the beach um, that makes an orange crush. And if you've never had an orange crush, you should come to Virginia Beach and go to 7th Street and get one. But um, it is delectable. Well, Devil's Backbone found a way to bottle that goodness up. And so I'm having an orange crush. It's not the same, but it's close. It's close. It's close. Yeah. That's a good, one. that's a good choice. I went a little more sophisticated this evening. Mm. I went with, uh, as you know, as we talk about on this, uh, show a lot, uh, California grill is one of our favorite restaurants on Disney property and they serve a maple bourbon old fashioned at the California grill. That is awesome. So I have found a way to closely, recreate that so tonight i am drinking wow a maple old-fashioned dang are you wearing an ascot i am i am it is a paisley ascot. <laughs> wow <laughs> at least it's not what is bama what is the, what is the bama pattern crimson no crimson. the like herringbone or whatever what is that black and yeah. white check oh yeah if it Ugly. had been that i'd have immediately hung up nope. on you just paisley was... just paisley which he got a new contract extension that was insane he did. Um, he can keep coloring his hair and making himself look like he's 50. That's on our other podcast, We Hate Alabama. <laughs> he's he's 119 years old. But all he does is win, 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 no matter what. Yes, indeed. So, yeah, we. It, this may be, well, I guess you got to have a beverage last time. So I was going to say, this is the first time during our news and brews <laughs> segment that we actually both had brews. Yeah, <laughs> this one's much better. <laughs> Yes. Um, I just wish I had an ASCOT because that's yeah. all that that'll be our wants. when we go back to video after the summer recess. Yes. I feel like we're in in Congress or something. We're on a summer <laughs> a summer recess. Uh when we come back to video, we'll have to have ascots. Okay, done. Done. And uh, and nothing else. <laughs> and that's it. You better hope we got a very not the wide angle lens if you I, know I what think, I'm saying. I think that will be banned very quickly. And we've gone completely off topic yes. and all of our listeners have gone away. How many people actually make nude podcasts? The ones that are audio <laughs> who would know? No one would, would know. know. All, all right. of these are nude. Welcome to our Disney show. Okay. Yeah. News story. Number one. What, Let's or, jump into the news. Yeah. How did he, who do you want to 
do it. I, like, I actually know about this one, so can I do it? Talk about it if you if you know about it. Do it. Um, let's go back to we we are probably in the majority when we say that um, when happily ever after went away, it was. I mean, to put it lightly, absolutely devastating. Um, and, and we have yet to recover. And it was replaced with Enchantment that launched on October 1st. We were there to see the very first that wasn't media invited. Very first public showing of that show. It was not my jam. Now, you have been and seen it more because you can see it from your flipping backyard. You, yes. It is growing on you. But I, I, I think it's safe for me to say it's still not a happily ever after. Is that, is that fair? Yeah, yeah that's a hundred percent fair. Uh, I have seen it a couple more times, both in the park and from my backyard, they have retooled it a little bit. There's, there's more pyro, there's, there's more fireworks and there's different fireworks, which make it better. So okay, it's yeah. growing, only, but yes, definitely not a happily ever after uh, replacement. And I hope they bring happily ever after back. Well, still this past week, they took a huge leap forward in making it better. So yes. if you haven't heard or you haven't seen, definitely search it up. If you've already, especially if you've already seen Enchantment, just go Google it because this is very different. Um, they have added a two-minute intro um, that is full of voiceovers, um, classic footage, a lot of Walt in there, um, very... Like, can we just say it? Very celebrating your 50th anniversary feel, which is like, where was that at the beginning? (laughs) Exactly. I mean, when I saw the story come out, I filed it under the, uh, it's about freaking time file. Yeah. Like this is a hundred percent what this thing should have been from the beginning. I know when we watched it, we were super underwhelmed by it. You know, the first thing we turned to each other and said was like, that has nothing to do with the 50th anniversary mm-hmm. of Walt Disney world. There There's no zero Walt. nostalgia. There's None, no, nothing. No, no Walt, no Mickey, no nothing. So this new intro is about as good as they could do to, to blend it in with this yeah. show and incorporate the new feeling of being, you know, you being the magic. Yeah. So I've watched it a couple of times and it actually, I haven't seen it in the park yet, but I've watched it uh, online a couple of times and I actually, like this beginning yes so much yes. better like yes, we said so plenty better. of nostalgic ch- clips um it actually <laughs> includes mickey mouse imagine yes, that that's um, smart. and it does briefly touch on some of the history of walt disney world which you would think would have been the whole like 50th Wait. anniversary launch of fireworks show that would run throughout its entire birthday theme but it, yes. it wasn't so um almost a year in, they have made a significantly much better addition to the beginning of the show. Yes. Yeah. So right coming in, coming in just underneath the 51st anniversary, <laughs> we have the 50th anniversary celebration as it was supposed to be. So yeah, this was good news. I loved when I saw uh, this pop up and uh, I'm anxious and excited to actually see it in the park. Yeah. So, that, so that that's is, story number one. That's story number one. That's a good story. That's a good one to start with. Um, the next story, this one kind of had me super excited as well. And it's been a huge thing as far as, you know, park reservations. We all know them. We know they're not going away. Some of us love them. Some of us hate them. Uh, but they made a major upgrade this week to park reservations. So one of the major, uh, upgrades is there are no longer three separate pools of reservations for people to pull from. If you didn't know before, there were three separate pools. There were day guests, there were resort guests, and there were annual pass holders. Each one of them had reservations uh, in their own bucket. So there could still there could be no more annual pass holder reservations and still be plenty of the other two, but you couldn't go. Now they've upgraded it and changed it so it's all one big bucket. Everybody pulls from the same one. Uh, so that is a huge upgrade. No longer should there be uh, shouldn't there be a, av- uh, you know, availability for all, all the categories. So that was number one, the other big thing. And I love this. And this one really made me angry when it first came out. If you made a reservation for a park and you wanted to look for a different park, you had to cancel that reservation and search again. Now, when reservations were super hard to come by, 
you could cancel that reservation, then you'd be at, you'd be blacked out. There'd be no more reservations. Now they finally added a modify reservations. So now if you reserve Magic Kingdom, you don't feel like going there. You can just go on modify just like you used to be able to do back in the day and change it to a different park. So that is super cool. Uh, every, everybody in your party can do it and you can even modify different people. So if Dave and I were going to Magic Kingdom one day and Dave decided he wanted to go to Hollywood Studios, you could modify it and I could still go to Magic Kingdom and Dave could go to Hollywood Studios. We would so be separated huge, though. We'd be separated, and that usually does not happen, but in theory, you'd be allowed to do it. Hey, sometimes people need a break from Dave. It's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) that is true. That's true. So, yeah, just still a work in progress, this this reservations feature, but they continue to tweak it uh, and make it a little bit better. Um, So, yeah, it's great. New upgrades to the reservation system that's not going away. Yeah. I have um, not been to the park in a while, and I mean maybe it's good because they're improving things that kind of get under my skin a little, mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm hopeful that when I finally get to go back, things will be even better. But yeah, this is a step in the right direction. This is just a, uh, I mean. Y- y- I know, like, I'm not a web developer. I know that the Disney website and the millions of guests that that log into and make reservations every week, I get it. It's a lot. It's a lot to do. But, like, these simple changes certainly feel like they're easy to implement and should have happened very quickly and very early on. But I, I don't Agreed. know. Agreed. That's why I always have to follow it up with or lead it off with. I don't know IT. Maybe it is really hard. Um, okay. The next news story is a couple of I don't this is weird to me. So there's a couple of things that like it's cool, and there's one thing that's like, mm, I don't think that's gonna happen. And then it's also weird that the day it's on, but it makes sense. Cool. That's, that's a good teaser. That's it. <laughs> So um, they just announced uh, Disney Plus Day um, at Disney World and Disneyland, and it's going to be at some other parks as well. But um, this is really, as it says in the name, it's a way to celebrate Disney Plus in the parks. So last year when they did it, um, there was like, I think you could get like special pictures, and they even had some Disney Plus merch that I think that you could get, or maybe it was just media people were getting it. But I remember people seeing it like they had a hat or a shirt or something. Um, anyway, so the weird thing is this year it's September 8th. So, and the whole premise is it's, uh, it is celebrating the upcoming third anniversary of Disney Plus, which Disney yes. Plus is huge on our TV I don't know who was watching it this week, but I turned it on when I got home today and somebody, it was, there it was, the Fox and the Hound was just sitting on the preview menu ready to roll. And I'm like, ah, I love Disney Plus. Um, so, so, but let's talk about a couple of things. So again, like I said, it's honoring the third anniversary. Now, last year when they did this, they did it pretty much right on the actual anniversary date, which is in November. So you might be asking yourself, why are they doing it in September? Well, it's because it's the day before yep. D23. So D23. that's the reason behind it. Um, I, I wouldn't read anything into it other than just, I mean, they're clearly going to have some Disney Plus announcements. Um, and what a better way to, because that, that takes place in Hanna, Anaheim at the convention center, which is basically across the street from Disneyland. For You could walk there. It's that, it's that close. Um, so... It makes sense to have these in the park. So I'm sure they'll have some special things. Um, but one of the things that was special that they did last year was I think there was a, what's the best way to put it? Like a, you could maybe sign up at a discounted rate. Yes. Um, I, I don't, they, if you haven't heard, if we, I don't think we talked about it, they're raising prices. So yes. I would be, sh- well, that's not true. Aren't they leaving it the same, but there'll be some advertising on the entry yes. level. Yeah. There's going to be kind of like Hulu works. Now yeah, you yeah, can yeah. buy the, you know, the ad supported version, or you can buy the ad free version. Disney plus is going to the same model. I expected this, obviously uh, it gives a little bit cheaper option um, for people who still want Disney plus just like Hulu. So I'm not surprised that they did it. Um, 
I'm just surprised it took them this long. Yeah. So maybe they will. Maybe they will sweeten the pot. Maybe you'll get that. What What is it now? Seven ninety nine a month that will go up to that will include ads. Maybe they'll give you the first year if you sign up on Disney Plus Day without the ads. Who, who knows? Yeah. But I. Don't count on it. The fact that they're, re- I'm not looking for, ooh, hey, well, let me put it, let me change it. If you're holding off to buy Disney Plus on Disney Plus Day in hopes to get a discount, I wouldn't hold your breath. <laughs> yeah. I'll just put yeah. it that way. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. I wouldn't let that be your driving factor. The yeah. other thing is, like, to talk a little bit more about the fact of it bumping up in front of D23, is it also allows it to make kind of, instead of Disney Plus Day, they can do Disney Plus Weekend, right? Because that'll be, you know, that will be coinciding with D23, and that is a few days over that weekend in September, second weekend in December. Um, But also, let's be honest, it also um, is before the fiscal year ends for Disney, and so that's another way for them to pad numbers. Look, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just like, I'm reporting the news. Like, this is all of these these factors go into making these decisions for for them. So um, I'm, I'm a little sad because I think... Well, I know that we signed up very early on where you could pay for like the first three years for like yeah. 150 bucks or hundred four something like that. Yeah. It was a it stupid was super deal. Super yeah. cheap. And so I'm a little sad because now it's going to be way more expensive. Exactly. I, that, thank you for thank you for reminding me of that because I need to check when the art that deal ends. I mean, because... I'm guessing it's November when it'll be their actual third anniversary. I'm guessing. Yeah, that's probably correct thank you for the reminder and yeah this is uh they used to do this obviously in november for what the anniversary and then they would do that black friday or cyber monday kind of deal so that's i feel like that may hurt them a little bit because people between september 8th and black friday and cyber monday won't remember about disney plus so we'll see how it goes bumping it forward i always laugh like disney plus subscribers are going to get into the park an extra 30 minutes before everyone like that gets you time to walk down main street take a picture in front of the castle and everyone else is in the park so Boom. i always laughed about that 30 minute before everybody else it doesn't uh it doesn't get my motor going if you know no. what i'm saying nope but yeah there's some cool stuff going on pictures and uh meet and greets and things like that so and hopefully some merch. i'm kind of a, i'm merch. kind of a, a merch guy like i love i, I, like would, merch. I would love a disney plus t-shirt i would i would yeah. be opposed yeah excellent but i'm not going to be there you'll have to go for me so. yes i'll try to go for you september 8th what day of the week is that is that a thursday mm. i won't be able to go i have to work yeah. you have a life i'm a life jeez all right so disney plus day nice yeah, this next story, um, it's kind of shocked me. It kind of shocked me, and then this, it kind of made me sad, and it's only because I hoard this stuff. Oh, and gosh. <laughs> you and so, me both. In case you haven't heard or you haven't been to Disney in a while, if you stay on site, there is a lovely, when you check into your room, you obviously don't need to bring your own body wash and shampoo and conditioner because the wonderful folks at H2O Plus had previously provided that for the last 15 years to Walt Disney World. They announced this week that they are going to cease operations at the end of the year. Uh, So this kind of made me sad because I love the body wash. It's like a green color, like a seaweed color, but it smells so good. I think I have like 400 tubes of it in my guest bathroom right now. So I'm glad that I took it, but this kind of shocked me. Um, the release just said, hey, we're making way for other folks to take advantage of partnerships. So it was, it's kind of weird to me that streams something internally went super wrong and they just yeah. had to liquidate. Um, but or, yeah. Or Disney wasn't like, was their only supplier or exactly. I mean, the only like one they were supplying to? Because like, yeah, 15 years as the supplier, but that company's been around for 33. Yeah. yeah. So they had 17 solid years prior to Disney. Yeah, just and and the the release, it, like you said, it, it it leads me to believe Disney was their main person. Mm-hmm. Disney was like, hey, we can't continue to spend the money on this because the the release says. However, the business environment surrounding the beauty brand has become extremely difficult with sales falling short of expectations. So, to me, that's like, hey, Disney's ended that contract. We don't have enough business to keep going. Yep. Ouch. So it's kind of bummer. It, you know, it's a. It's a, it seems like a 
a minor story, but if you stayed on on property and you got that stuff, it it's a good perk, and you always hid it in your suitcase when they had housekeeping, so that they would restock it at the, right. the next day <laughs> and go home with home with you know eight or ten tubes of that stuff. So, so if you're maybe, staying on property, get maybe, some. Maybe we're the reason that they went out of business. That's probably what <laughs> we are the reason that they everybody went out of kept business. like you came home like how did you come home with forty seven mini bottles of H two O plus? Well. <laughs> I was there for two weeks. We had three rooms. <laughs> we brought an extra suitcase just for this. You like you like you think these two dudes are joking? Like this is a legit thing. Like they sell it in the store. Like you can buy it at Disney Springs. You can buy it in almost every convenience store that's attached to your hotel. Why? It's, why did I call it a convenience store? That's not what they're. Gift shop. They go. <laughs> you can they buy got, it at every Disney Seven Eleven. <laughs> Um, yeah, like, so, so, so this begs the question, who knew this news story was going to go this long? No. What is, Di- what's next? Is Disney going to do their own? I think, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, are they going to have their own scentologists or whatever you call them that design body wash? Like, wow. I know, I know. Basin's Hold on. That deserves on- something. Just give me a second. Scentologists. Wow. That was impressive. Uh, like I know Basin's big on property, so it's yeah. like Basin, oh, is their Basin stuff is cool. Take over and provide that stuff in there, or you're just gonna get the cheap like hotel brand soap, which will that'll kind of kill the magic of <laughs> showering and bathing at, at Disney World. I could do that at Motel Six. Mickey Mouse's Perk Plus. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome, everyone. Yes, indeed. Those yes, of you indeed. that are under the age of 25 are like what? What is that? Perk Plus. It's Perk Plus. Oh man! Wow, that did go much longer than I yeah, man. Like that's uh, that's big, big people. Like it is. Uh, there is something about the soaps on social media every week. About oh, look what we got. We bought these. Look what we brought from our hotel. Like every week, it's it's kind of a big deal. Um. All right, Scientologist, right. tell your friends. Scientologist, if you if you're an aspiring Scientologist, please contact Disney. Yeah. Um, Brandon, yeah. it is that time of the show. Please, where please we inform announce, the people. We are we announced the wrong number because I already forgot it. I didn't write it down. But I, I think I remember what it was. This day in history marks the one thousand six hundred and sixty fourth yes. day since Tron construction began. <laughs> And we have breaking news. We have breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. The behemoth that is Tron's like cycle run started this week testing with human riders at the Magic Kingdom. That's right. There were people on the ride no this way. week. Now, is this Imagineers or like cast members or like somebody drew I feel like it's, short straws? Like it's Imagineers because, I mean, the photo that's on blog Mickey, like it's the guy with his name tag that, or the, you know, the blue shirt that says like Hank. So I, I assume that it's Imagineers and, and workers that are getting to ride this. But uh, that was earlier this week. And then I just saw a story before we started tonight that they're actually starting to test it with like full lighting and music now. So I don't want to get people too excited because you know, it's been 1,664 days, but dag nabbit, this thing may open before the end of the year. Three people that are on it in this picture. Like, why is that guy sleeping? <laughs> I want to see a movie about these three guys. <laughs> the guy, the third guy looks like he's been forced to be there. Nope. The middle guy is like, I should have brought my glasses. The guy in the front who's the oldest one looks like he's having the most fun. Yeah. And the guy to his right looks like they just ripped him out of his mom's basement and <laughs> threw him on a roller coaster. But that guy in the back is like, oh, this is awful. This is so dumb. Uh, they probably took this picture like they were forced to ride this for four hours straight. And this is, the, this is the last ride of the four-hour straight ride. Like, Dude in the back slept on this thing the other night. Oh, there you go. There you go. Hank. But yeah, Hank is enjoying Tron's like cycle run. And hopefully someday soon, you guys will be able to enjoy it too. Sound is a relative term. When I say soon, I mean like April, 2023. Sure. Sure. 
So that's fun. I mean, that, they built that, it, so they will open it, right? I mean, that's... I mean, eventually it will open. We'll see. And, uh, you know, the sad part is when they open it, we're no longer going to be able to have this segment of how many days has it been since the construction started. I'm pretty sure they built a whole city on the east coast of Florida, and it's done before Tron. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So one more news story to throw at you guys, and this is nothing major, but again, in the world of changing technology, the Genie Plus uh, got an update this week, and it's actually a pretty good update because there's been a lot of confusion around how things work as far as when you could pick your next ride and you your don't next say. time. So, and we've talked about it on the show, but this week Disney updated the Genie Plus app, and now there's a very useful feature in it. It actually pops up and tells you exactly what time you can make your next selection. Doesn't seem like a huge deal, but if you follow the message boards when this thing first came out, people had no idea how this worked. Right. So now it's right there on the main screen for you. You can go on, it'll say, it says just says simply, you can book at 11.57 a.m. So it makes it super easy. So maybe that'll knock some of the complaints down about the Genie Plus system. I, I haven't heard as much complaining about it, so it must be growing on people. Um, like a fungus. Like a fungus. <laughs> like Disney's just sucking up that 15 bucks a pop and just, you know, laughing yeah. to the bank. But they finally put a time on it when you can pick another ride. Yeah. I, yeah. I am one of those magical Disney fans. Disney parks fans that uh, has yet to experience like the last time I went was October 1st. The start of like the, there was no genie plus app or genie app or whatever the app is called now. So I have yet to experience any of this. So when I come, I will be completely lost <laughs> of what yes. it does. Like it'll have gone through five iterations and be potentially better. And I will have not known the difference. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's a good thing. I mean, I live here and I haven't used it yet. So it, <laughs> it's not, it's not that big of a deal. I, th I think you're a smart guy. I think you'll figure it out. Maybe. Or else they'll take your 15 bucks and you'll just be angry. <laughs> be like, I paid $15. What do I get? Well, sir, you were supposed to uh, like, Oh, I thought it was another fee. <laughs> you were supposed, you were supposed to pick things, sir. Use it to ride rides that you wanted to go on. Oh, but I, I just got in line, sir. That's not how it works. Yes, indeed. Uh, you give me way too much credit for being smart. I know. You're smart. Um, I so think that's, that's it. it for that's new, it. That's the news. News Bruise, and bruiser, bruiser news, bruiser newser, bruiser newsers, newser bruisers done. Um, I lost. Our, we, di we we digress. I lost our note. <laughs> there it is. It's there it is. What happened? I was looking for a name that like. Brandon or another Disney podcast. It was just labeled as August 24th. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. And that's not even today. Nope, not so even today. Not even We're a day late and a dollar short. Mr. <laughs> poor Mr. David had a rough day yesterday, so he had to postpone. He's such a whiny little baby. He's such a whiny, whiny man. Sorry. That's why most people can't hang with Dave for a whole day. Yeah. Can you blame him? I would. Little, little known fact. All right, let's go live with the land. Um, Let's sow the seeds of imagination. Wow. <laughs> okay, Hank, you ready? Let's do it. Um, it is no secret if you've been following our show for any amount of time that we are ridiculously in love with this stupid attraction. <laughs> I mean, anybody else that rides it would be like, oh my God, like, can I have that 20 minutes back? No, I will never get it back. We love it. And there's so many different reasons. So for those of you who've been living under a rock since the 80s, um, let's unpack kind of what this is. So it opened back in October of 1982. What else opened in October of 1982? Epcot, right? Space. Epcot. Space. Space was closed for all eternity until October of 1982. Folks, you heard it here. You heard it here. Prediction Space. sure to go wrong. Space opened in 1982. Yes, I believe that's when... Hold on. Let's just ask our friend. Hey, Siri, when did Epcot open? The answer I October found 1st, is October 1st, 1982. 1982. Okay. Okay. Yes. Opening yes. day attraction. Or at least opening month. Yes. 
Now, it was retooled or reimagined, if you will, uh, and opened again in December of 1993. I don't, I, I had definitely ridden it because I graduated, I'm, I'm old, I graduated high school in 1993. And I remember for my freshman year, which was the year that um, MGM Studios opened, we went after football season. Like, we literally, like, I went home and showered after our last football game and we got in the car and drove to Florida. So I remember that like well but i don't remember what living with the land was like before they redid it or maybe yeah. it wasn't open because i guess it was well that was 89 yeah 89. I, I never saw it in its original form because i the first time we went to disney uh and epcot was 1990 so uh, yeah that was close for me yeah that's close. That was maybe a year um, but it was you know i don't remember it very much it, it it originally was called blueprints of nature which is a cool name. I kind of wish it kept that name. Um, but it had a host that was called the Landkeeper. Now that would be cool to see a uh, a host of that thing. It's kind of yeah, like a, didn't a it jungle have, cruise or a. Didn't it have also have like a um, like a what do you call it? Like when they get like a what is figment? A like a, a mascot. Yes, thank you. Ascot. Yeah, I, I should remember mascot. <laughs> A mascot ascot. Uh, maybe maybe the landkeeper could be deemed its mascot. Yeah, wasn't but he yeah. like a farmer dude and he would walk yeah. around in the land? Like I think I, I remember I, that now. I don't I don't remember what he even looks like. But it looked I think the ride was originally supposed to be something more like Soren esque. You know, obviously not with that technology, but the history says that you would get into a hot air balloon and soar over the different parts of the land, like the prairie and the desert and the, uh, and stuff like that on a virtual trip, um, uh, to the, to the end when you, when you got to the greenhouse, but craft came on as a sponsor and ruined and put the kibosh on all of that and just made it into a boat ride. Oh, okay. Cause that was going to be like, I have, I have a, I have a qualifying question. Um, it, it was supposed to be soaring through a virtual trip in the water on a boat. <laughs> so thank you, Kraft. Like, I, I'm glad. But whoever, I, something tells me that whoever ended up doing soaring was heavily involved with living with the land because they didn't get their wish there. Exactly. So they fixed it. <laughs> they were like, oh, we'll show you. We'll make it even better. But yeah. Can't stop, won't stop. So yeah, Kraft came on. Like, this was, Okay. We have to talk about this. I don't like in the early days of Disney, it was a lot like NASCAR. This was very, it was very sponsor driven. Yes. <laughs> there were tons of sponsors. And basically what that did is, Hey, craft, you put your name on this ride. You get to put your name on this ride for blank amount of years. And they, and then craft paid blank amount of dollars, which basically helped build the attraction. Like that was what it was for. So they would get the money to, you know, and so Kraft would basically pay that up front, and then they'd have that advertising there forever. And probably when whoever came on the thing, welcome to Blueprints of Earth or Living with the Land, sponsored by Kraft. Like, that was always in, like, when they did their little opening thing. And, of course, there was Kraft stuff all over the place probably throughout the attraction. So there's your history lesson on sponsors and what what does Disney and NASCAR have in common? Boom, done. Yeah. There you go. And for those who don't know, it, at Animal Kingdom on Dinosaur, there's also a sponsor. So the the pipes are ketchup, mustard, and relish because that was sponsored by Heinz. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that. Yes, indeed. So if you go in, you're standing in the queue for Dinosaur, but you get down into where the actual time rovers are. Look up at the pipes. They have the chemical ingredient like chemical makeup of ketchup mustard. oh my gosh that's so dope there you go yeah. disney secrets revealed disney secrets everyone that's the name of our podcast disney secrets revealed you can find it on our sister channel another disney podcast <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's take you through this riveting ride so basically you'll start off you'll sail through different scenes including a jungle desert and a prairie um all filled with animatronics um second you will um, sail through the living lab, which is my favorite part. Um, and so basically what that is exactly what it sounds like. You'll go into this, basically a greenhouse, right? I mean, it's gotta be, what else? It's a glorified greenhouse, right? It's, it's a, it's a greenhouse with all kinds of plants, um, fruits, vegetables, 
Um, and then you go kind of inside and there's this hydroponic. Did I say that right? Of way they are are using fish and their excrement. Is that a, is that a word? Did I use that correctly? That's an appropriate word. Excrement. (laughs) Excrement to kind of, Fertilize, uh, fertilize the, the yeah it's all kinds and then they they do all kinds of like experiments but when you go through there it looks like something straight out of the 80s but i promise you that technology is cutting edge because you'll basically see um there's these different kind of plants that like kind of just float on this thing that's constantly moving and they're not planted so they run they cut like they go they do their lap and then they go through water and then you see all of their like roots they're just hanging from the ceiling so they're yes. not even planted in the ground but they're they're fruitfully growing, pun intended. So that's kind of the other part, which is really kind of neat. And sometimes, like, if you get there during, like, workday, workweek business hours, you'll see tons of, like, Scientologists. Is that what you said before? No, wait, that's a religion. <laughs> that, is, that is very different. <laughs> Correction, you will not see Scientologists. <laughs> You may see Scientologists, but not Scientologists. There it is. Um, but, yeah, you'll see different... Um, different like employees they're obviously disney employees but they're clearly um maybe the best maybe the next one is what is uh somebody who's really good at gardening starts with an h a horticulture yes maybe they're horticulture really savvy i don't know or maybe they're just employees that get taught how to do that who cares (laughs) (laughs) they're just characters they're on stage they're not they don't even really work there yeah, I don't know. So it's just fast. It's different, right? And so what I remember, and I know, Brandon, I know you can talk about this too. One of the things that was sick about Epcot when it opened was how, and I, like, they were so clever at taking that entire park and making it a learning experience yet also making it fun and this to me is one of the only pieces that are left that includes like an attraction and education in one right exactly i mean i think of uh so many different things like all of interventions was basically that for years and years and years lab there and the color lab and the smell lab so yeah i mean epcot used to be so much fun like you got to learn things but you got you got to feel like you were at it's like when you went to school and you were at recess right like you Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You were still at school, but you got to have fun. That's what Epcot always was to me. It was it was yeah. the recess of Disney? They were so clever at how they did that. You know, and like uh, like if you were a Floridian and grew up, you probably were like, yeah, I went there on school trips, right? I mean, that yep. was a thing that like happened. So that's one of the things, you know. And I think it's also a nostalgic piece, is why we just love it so much. And of course, I'll let you talk about this. There's somebody that's attached to that ride that we. Like that will for at once it changes will be devastated, but exactly that will forever be linked. I'm already half devastated because they removed him from the Tomorrowland Transit People Mover, Transit Authority People Mover. Yes, Scientologist. Uh, Scientologist. Uh, If if you didn't know when this ride first opened, they actually had cast members on it narrating. It was much like uh, a Jungle Cruise without the humor or a. a safari at animal kingdom, much like that. So a cast member would uh, teach you about all the things, the hydroponics, the fish excrement and the (laughs) hanging root system. But in 2006, our good friend, Mike Brussel became the voice of living with the land. land. Uh, If you've been following us from the beginning, you know that we had Mike on our show uh, very early on. And he opened with, Hi, I'm Mike Purcell, and since 2006, I have been living with the land. And, I'm and we all were like, oh. I lost my mind. Yes, it was the most amazing thing. So every time we get on that ride, we like point at people and we're like, we know him. We talk to him. Yep. Like Mike doesn't remember us at all. No. Like if you, were, if you were like, hey, you remember when you talked to another Disney podcast? He'd be like, nope. He's like, he'll be uh, like, yeah, I've been talked to many Disney podcasts. Exactly. Exactly. But we love Mike. He used to be on the People Mover in magic kingdom and they just redid that probably within the last month so he's no longer on there so mike we love you we hope you never get taken off uh living with the land but that's part of the enjoyment of that ride is just to listen to his voice so just so you know everyone there are real people behind those voices on some of your attractions yes and that's the lore now you know you can whenever you have that trivia question who was the voice of not only living with the land but people mover and did the exit music exit of space, music mountain, space mountain you'll know it's mike purcell 
You're welcome. Like I would, I would bet $10 million that that question would never, ever come up anywhere (laughs) ever in that combination. Like I, could you imagine pulling a trivial pursuit card and it would be like pop culture. (laughs) Who was the voice of living with the land, the people mover, and also did exit music on space mountain. And you'd be, I know another Disney. I would lose my mind. I'd be like, I I know who this is. (laughs) I know him. I've talked to him. 64 people who listen to us will get that question right <laughs> if the question ever comes up. Wait, there's that many? Thanks, guys. You guys are probably awesome. Not, probably not this week. Yeah, they will have checked out by now. Okay, let's answer our three questions. Yeah, let's do it. Brandon, what is your favorite part of living with the land? So my favorite part of living with the land is not always there. My favorite part of living with the land is the holiday overlay that they do uh around christmas time which is a newer thing which is a very new it, it is a much two years thing. old now it's um it's really awesome they put christmas lights on everything if you the tunnel that you go through when you come out of the hydroponic area into the greenhouse is all uh lit up and it just makes it so super festive it 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 takes a ride or an attraction or an educational experience that uh obviously looks like it's old and jazzes it up a bit. So I really enjoy riding, uh, living with the land during the holiday times. That's my favorite part is just the holiday overlay. That's good. That's much cooler than mine, but Hey, it's, it's okay because I get to have my own favorite part. My favorite part is the eighties where it's actually alive, the whole plants and hydroponics and all of that area. But specifically, all of the fun things that they do throughout that section of the attraction that are all hidden Mickey's. Yes. There are too many to even name, but just for a few in the first little area, before you do the U-turn and head into the more indoor area, it's all into, I don't know, out of the greenhouse area, I guess we should say there. Um, the first area that you go to um, that has real living things, uh, there's like a little, uh, water area with like lily pads and stuff. And there's like some rocks in the shape of a hidden Mickey. Yep. Then what all of the, uh, they roll up some hoses like garden hoses in the shape of a hidden Mickey inside yes. the, uh, where some of the shrimp are yes. is like some, I don't even know what they are. They're just, like, They're just wire frames. Maybe? Yeah. Wire frames in the shape of them. And then of course the coolest by far is pay attention to the lettuce areas. The yes. lettuce areas, they, they grow, I don't know, lighter color lettuce and darker color. Lettuce. I don't even know what they are. We need to take the behind the seeds tour, which is back by the way, that's breaking uh, news. That's yes. just within the last week or so. That um, is. We should do that because at least pre COVID it was like 20 bucks. Yeah. We're yeah, doing that not next a- time I come. Yeah, but I I guess the educational part did not rub off on us because we don't know. It's, <laughs> well, it's, we got to take the tour. <laughs> it's pretty lettuce and less pretty lettuce. Yeah. So anyway, two shades of greenery plant form um, a a hidden Mickey. So like that's what I I think is just cool that, uh, and there's several different places to look for, and there, it's it doesn't really change. So like once you've ridden yeah. it thirty times, like we have, you kind of yep. find them all. But um, clever ways that they've done that. Yes. Yes. What part do you think they should change, if any? Like, you don't Ooh. even have, I know you love it, so, I mean, your answer may be that they don't have to change anything. Um, a couple years back, they where you go, after you pass the farmhouse and you go into the little area where they're um, talking about what we've done, like, as humans to the land, and then how we're working to uh, fix some of the things that we've done, that was all completely redone with a little bit of theming and the screens and the video quality is like 1 billion times better now. So it wouldn't break my heart if they take these scenes and start updating them with maybe newer animatronics. I don't want anything to change, but like I think just some, some updates to the look and feel to make it a little bit more refreshed because I still want it to have the nostalgic feel. Also, speaking of hidden Easter eggs, the uh, the lice, the sorry, the um, at the at the farmhouse, the mailbox isn't the house number nineteen eighty two because that's when Epcot opened. Yep, 
And well, the ride opened too, but sorry. But yeah, I would love to see them kind of refresh, put it for lack of a better term, a fresh coat of paint, but I don't want the scenes to change. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. The thing that always, that I always wanted them to change and that it's kind of the part you were talking about. And I think it's like, after you go through most of the ride and you're coming back to, to the station to get off of the attraction, you go through this, this movie thing or this little scene that just has the the planet earth and like weird music. And it seems like a very anticlimactic ending to like a really cool experience. Right. Like during the experience, they talk about um, how a lot of that produce and what they grow is used all through Epcot, like in the restaurants and things like that. So I think it would be cool if they could find a way to like, before you end because sunshine seasons is right there right one of the right. main restaurants that that uses that stuff i think it would be cool if you could see into like the kitchen of sunshine seasons or something like that to see where they're actually using yeah all of the stuff that you just saw on the trip to like put it into real world yeah um you know example That's i a love good the idea. like i think the attraction is classic and i don't think this leads us right into the next the next thing i don't think it's ever going to go away no obviously no. um people need to eat um you need to have sustain <laughs> you got to have sustainable farming got to have sustainable food uh it's used all over epcot so i don't think it's ever going to go away but like you said uh maybe they're just going to slap a fresh coat of paint on it maybe change up some of the scenes the one scene that's kind of weird is like the prairie scene like the desert yeah that has, that's like, the first one i thought like it seems it's just like a big empty vast area with like yeah. a prairie dog and it seems like a tremendously huge waste of space yeah. i mean i get that they're they, trying to do the vastness of yeah, the desert yeah. but yeah to me, they can, live in the desert they kind of that because stuff, they talk about that in the script like even yeah. in this va- and even in this vast and barren land like it's a lot like <laughs> that's what mike is talking about and you're yeah. saying you know, like it definitely is barren <laughs> it is pretty barren they, did, they didn't put anything in it um uh, so yeah i just you know i think it'll stand the test of time i just hoping that it'll just be updated as we progress through yes so will this stand the test of time you actually stole my reasoning behind the why Dang it. um and that is yes i concur i do not think this attraction has gone anywhere a because of what it means b um because what else are you gonna put there like exactly <laughs> and but c and i think most importantly they're doing some fun things to freshen it up at least seasonally yeah. like you talked about which is the holiday overlay which is really cool i have yet to be there since that's because i think this will be the third year or the second year i can't remember it's but it's, it's relatively new and so i've yet yet to experience it and so i mean that's one way that they've taken this you know like because you got to look, I'm glad that Disney is looking at these spaces and say, okay, this exists, but let's look at it as a blank canvas and what can we do? And right, that was a really simple thing to say, why don't we just decorate it for the holidays? Boom. Yeah. Now it becomes like a must see during the holidays because that's, it becomes special. You know, it's like that special pack of Oreos that you can only get <laughs> during like said season or your exactly. Oktoberfest, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah. important. You can only get it at a certain time of the year. And so I think that brings value and it brings um, people say, well, we got to go ride it. There's something new. And yeah. so that's a really smart way. That's obviously very low cost on like from a business standpoint. I mean, you had to buy the stuff, but um it's rinse and repeat every year, right? It's, you know, upfront investment that should last for years and years and years and years, especially now that all <laughs> holiday lights are LEDs and they last 20 years. So yeah, that um, it's not going anywhere. Um, it'd be interesting to see what they would do. And like, it's so funny. We've never really rated, waited to ride this attraction, but we, I have seen it this summer when it was slammed and that, all of that turnstiles and all of those rows were slammed. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, so there's people who want to ride it. I mean, I get it's indoors and it's air conditioning and it's sitting down, but that was still a long line. <laughs> that's a long line. When for you fill boat. up that queue, that's a lot of space. That's a lot of space. A lot of space. Yeah. It's definitely not going anywhere. I will always ride it anytime I am in Epcot. 
um, one of my favorite attractions. Okay. Well, that is living with the land, which we are unhealthily obsessed with and proud of it. (laughs) And also Scientology is not affiliated with this podcast in any way, shape or form. But let's talk about the next couple of weeks, because this actually wraps up our behind the attraction series. It does. Um, which I loved. I would love to do something like this again. This is all Brandon's idea. Brilliantly done, I must say. Well done. You must have been wearing an ascot when you thought about this. I did. That's what I'm going with. Um, now, next weekend in America is a holiday. So we're going to take that week off. And wait, no, we can't. No, yes, we can. No, we can't. Crap, no, we can't. We can't. We can't. 23. Because we okay, that's what I was I was look I was looking at the dates, but that's wrong. If we waited, it would release. Well, hold on. The date that it starts. Let's. We could do this. Stay with me now. We could re, re, we could record Tuesday December December Tuesday September sixth. That's a heck of a break. And release early on Wednesday. Ooh, I'm in. So that would still give us next week off, and a lot of time to prepare because there's a lot of rumors. There are a lot of rumors. I have lots to say about what could potentially be coming. I agree. Yeah, let's do that. Let's give the people something a little early. After making them wait a week. (laughs) So instead of two weeks till our next show, it's a week and a half. You're welcome. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I want us to be able to enjoy the holiday weekend. It's going to be fun. Yeah. All right, man. This was great. Great choice of a series of shows. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I love the attractions. Uh, you know, a lot of times we talk about, you know, shenanigans that are going on. We just don't talk about our favorite part of Disney, which is yeah. the attractions, right? We love the shows. We love the attractions. So it was nice to delve into that stuff a little bit. I concur. It's not the first time I've said that tonight. Scientology and all. Um, yeah, everyone, you're welcome for this these shenanigans yes okay this was good sorry we missed you guys last week we'll be back in a week and a half with our special preview of what we think is going to happen at d23 predictions we'll call the show predictions sure to go wrong (laughs) (laughs) okay everyone until next time until next time from your adp family bye sickle